Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. we speak. Um, there's some events taking place over the next 24 hours of the Edmonton Oilers organization, and uh, there's an entire plane load of uh, players roaring in uh, from TDOT, uh, from TO rolling in, and uh, yeah, we're going to be uh, getting after more players hitting the ice in the informal captain skates over at the downtown community arena. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer. From the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. And given the tragedy that has uh, unfolded over the course of the last five days in the province of Saskatchewan, we, over the next couple of hours, get to depart into uh, what years ago Brent Griffiths used to tell me was the toy department of life. We're going to talk about hockey uh, for the next couple hours, maybe mixed in with a little bit of football as well. Uh, but we're going to get after it on Oilers now. And we will tell you that coming up in six minutes' time, we'll talk to a man who finished 11th in the National Hockey League last year in five-on-five, even-strength scoring by defenseman Evan Bouchard will join us today at 12.15 on Oilers now. We're going to have time for you. Time for you at uh, 12.35 to call in on the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. Get ready to rock at the River Cree. Tom Cochran, Saturday, November the 5th. Get your tickets now at rivercreeresort.com. Uh, so uh, that's the phone number, and you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. We'll get to NHL today in this hour. We'll get to our top story for legacy heating and cooling NHL today for elite promotional mar- marketing. We'll tell you 1231 calls and texts at one o'clock. Uh, from the Cult of Hockey, David Staples, Cult of Hockey in the Edmonton Journal at 135 for Legacy Heating and Cooling, John Shannon, our NHL insider. All right, so uh, we're closing in on uh, here's, I mean, the players are coming back at Edmonton. There's a couple team events tonight and tomorrow, uh, and then a lot of the players will be uh, hitting the ice for sure full-time starting on Friday in Edmonton. Uh, the rookies get into town basically on Tuesday. The team uh, flies on Wednesday uh, for the Penticton Young Stars Tournament, and then the following week out of the conclusion of that tournament is the main camp. And uh, this is also the time that uh, we hear about some potential PTOs. I know we we looked at a you know I, I sort of gave you a range of right shot options yesterday on right wing, and uh, you know Evan Rodriguez is a player that I personally believe probably has quote unquote a deal in the drawer somewhere, maybe in the low twos on a one year deal. Um, I mean, you would have to move out a contract in order uh, to get Rodriguez. And then we talked about the potential of a guy. You know, I said, well, what about a Jake Vertanen? 
would you bring him in on a PTO? Uh, I had a couple other people text us yesterday about Riley Nash, who is a right shot. He's a center. He's an interesting guy because uh, years ago, the Edmonton Oilers drafted him. His agent, Kurt Overhart, uh, was, if I recall correctly, there was some concerns about the Oilers' developmental model uh, back in 2010. Um, I, I do think that there would be an openness from the Nash camp to... Uh, to look at a potential PTO. That might be an interesting one as well. He's a guy that played eight playoff games last year for the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, spent years in the Carolina organization, had one real big year in Boston that got him a good contract with the Columbus Blue Jackets. So uh, we'll see how this all plays out. We might have a better idea by the start of next week, as an example, on Monday's uh, edition of uh, Oilers Now. We are going to go into the Oilers Now Audio Vault at this time for direct workwear featuring Edmonton's largest selection unbeatable prices and customer service that makes you feel like uh, family. Frank and the staff at Direct Workwear will take care of you. Yesterday, we had Ryan Murray, who signed a one-year deal uh, with the Oilers, $750,000 on Oilers. Now, he had this to say and why he decided on signing in Edmonton. Well, it's close to home, and, uh, you know, they got a great team, and, um, you know, it's kind of a team that, uh, you know, you kind of grow up, and, and when you think of, of the NHL, it's one of those teams you're always you're always watching and stuff, so I thought that was kind of cool, and I've kind of played far away from home my whole career, so it'll be it'll be fun to get an opportunity to, uh, to play a little closer. And uh, Ryan Murray is represented by Rick Vallette of Octagon. So, too, is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. In fact... I will tell you that at the 2012 Scouts dinner before the uh, on the Thursday night before the NHL draft, which was on a Friday that year, Ryan Nugent Hopkins uh, said that the Oilers should draft Ryan Murray number one. Um, uh, the decision was Murray or Yakupov, and uh, you know. Nuge, if I recall correctly, basically said, "I don't know Yakupov well, but I will tell you that Murray's a solid dude or a solid guy." And uh, Murray had these comments on his relationship with RNH. Yeah, it was kind of funny. I just kind of sent him a message the other day, and we were kind of laughing about it. And um, yeah, I mean, I guess there was a chance about ten years ago to possibly to possibly come there, and then you know, ten years later, you kind of get an opportunity to uh, to sign with them. So I thought, uh, you know, it's kind of funny. It's kind of kind of cool. And, and yeah, just uh, we kind of grew up uh, going to camps together and stuff there, and just and whatnot. So um, had the pleasure of playing with him and you know, tournaments and stuff like that overseas a few times as well. So. Um, obviously a great guy and a great guy to play with. And Ryan Murray adds that he is here to compete for ice time. Well, I think everybody wants to play. I mean, I think, uh, you know, whoever's playing the best at any particular time should probably play. And I've just kind of told, tried to tell all, you know, my coaches that if I ever have conversations with them, it's like, if I'm not playing well, then I don't expect to play more than another guy who is. But if I am, then I think you should expect to play more than another guy. Um, you know, I'm not coming in to try to take anybody's spot or do anything like that. I just want to come in and do my job and try to give, uh, you know, give the team a chance to win and, and do what I can to, uh, to help the team out, you know, I don't think you want to look at it as as coming in and um, you know where am I going to fit? Where what's going to happen? It's just like you just play your game and do your thing, and and you know if you can help the team, then great. And if if they think that the other guys can help the team a little more, then then they should probably play a little more. So um, you know, for me, I just want to be as ready as I can and try to be you know the best player I can, best person in the locker room that I can, and and wherever that goes, then then uh, that's where it goes. So that's kind of my my mentality behind it. 
that is Ryan Murray, who again signed Friday uh, with the Edmonton Oilers, a one-year deal, $750,000. As we head off to the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline, we go to our Oilers Now headliner today, Evan Bouchard. Our headliner brought to you by Wilhock Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. They got to change the script on this. It is the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock W I L H A U K today. Now with three locations to serve you. As we head off to the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline, we we have Evan Bouchard for the next five minutes and twenty nine seconds. Hello, Evan. How are you doing? Evan, are you there? Did we do we have Evan? There we go. We got Evan. Evan, how are you doing? I'm good. How you doing? Good. Uh, how have the informal uh, skates gone for you guys so far? How are you finding it out there? They've been good. It's good to get back into things, but uh, it's always a good time to come back. All right. Uh, tell me this. You finished 11th last year in the NHL in even strength scoring, five on five. Can you maybe speak to uh, you know how far you think you came during the course of last season and what it meant to you to get a full season in? Uh, it was it was huge. It was uh, to get the full season and just gain that experience is uh, huge in a lot of the game is uh, five on five. So if you can produce there, then I think uh, things are going to go well. And uh, luckily for me, that happened last year. What was it like to get all that playoff experience last year as well? You know, make it into the third round and get a little bit of a taste of uh, some uh, team success. It was huge. It kind of shows you what it takes to uh, win to get to that next level. It kind of gives you. Um, uh, feeling of wanting to get back there because you know how it felt losing like, you still still remember how it feels and you don't want that feeling again so it kind of uh, it makes you hungry to uh, to get back there and push even harder when you do Evan did you notice a difference in the tempo and pace come playoff time yeah for sure it's kind of like a different breed it kind of goes from exhibition to regular season to playoffs it's a huge step every time and uh, they can really feel it out there uh, I, you know, for for Jack and myself to broadcast the games in the Calgary series was wild, just because of the crazy swings of emotion. What was it like for you guys to be a part of that? Yeah, I think to like game five, and you scored one of the goals, but there was like four goals scored in about a minute and a half there. I mean, it was it was a crazy series, wasn't it? Yeah, it was wild. It was. Uh, I really didn't know what to expect going into it. You know, you played them in the regular season. The Battle of Alberta was. Uh, nuts and then you get to the playoffs and do it and it was uh even more crazy believe it or not so it was uh it was fun and uh you know it's a series uh you kind of look forward to did you see you know the price guys have to uh, uh you know play with when you know darnell's playing with a torn hip flexor and leon's limping around on one leg and he puts up 17 points in five games against the flames <laughs> yeah it shows the the character of the guys the how harder how hard they work and shows they do anything for the team and uh you know it's a credit to them i think that's why we were so successful we're joined by evan bouchard we have him for two minutes and 29 seconds more all right evan uh i want to switch focus duncan keith announced his retirement what did it mean for you to have played a large percentage of the time once jay woodcroft took over the team with duncan uh down the stretch uh it was a great experience. I mean, he's done it all as a, as a player. And uh, just to get to play with him, pick his brain a little bit, play with him um, was special. And, uh, you know, he gave me advice that uh, I remember for a while. Was there one thing specifically, you know, roll with the punches when you make a mistake? Like, was there, I, I don't know, was there anything that you can, or is that the Cadbury secret and you're not going to share it with us? Uh there's there's a lot that he told me that I'm not going to share, but one thing that really stuck with me is, uh, you know, you really got to trust the 
trust your D partner and play with each other. It's, uh, you know, things go bad. He's there to bail you out and vice versa. So it's, uh, we're really trusting each other and playing with each other. Uh, was there one thing that the coaches and uh, Ken Holland, when he did his exit interview, asked you to focus on in terms of improving coming into this year's training camp? Uh, I think it's uh, be better than last year. And I think uh, that's something that uh, you know, I want to do, and I've been working really hard on uh, you know, getting bigger, stronger, faster. You know all the all the basic things, and uh, you know I'm going to show that at camp this year. How closely did you follow the transactions the team was making in the off season? Uh, pretty closely. I mean, it's uh, hard not to follow it when you get uh, you know pickups and uh, stuff going down. So. Uh, so I think uh, Ken did a great job, and we'll see how it goes from there. And as a total curveball, was there a one event that is not related to hockey? Did you take in a concert? Was there, I don't know, was there a movie you saw? Did you do a little bit of travel where you said, where you got a little bit of a chance to to have a break and decompress from hockey during the off season that you're going to look back at fondly? Uh, I think it's uh, you know the weekends were a lot of times were off and. Uh, no, there was one weekend. Uh, you know, Fogel had a, a few of us up to his cottage. It was nice to just relax, hang out, see the guys again. So that was a really nice thing to do. My time is up. Thank you for your time, Evan. Thanks, Doc. You bet. That is Evan Bouchard of the uh, Edmonton Oilers. It is twelve twenty in Edmonton. It's going to be very interesting, uh, especially related to what Noah Dobson signed for. A three-year extension at $4 million per. What happens with Evan Bouchard? Bouchard's going to put up better numbers. This is one of the things... You know, this is this is how things have changed here at Edmonton. And I'm going to bring Brendan Escott into this conversation right now. 10 or 12 years ago, this was seen as an organization that struggled to... Uh, you got to draft and develop the players. And Brendan, I'm not going to be a hypocrite here. I used to have this conversation directly with Todd Nelson all the time. Uh, about why 26- and 27-year-old East Coast League players would play ahead of 21- and 22-year-old players on the farm. Like, the Oilers prospects got to play, and there's got to be a focus on, on drafting and developing players. And now I think there's a confidence level that is sort of uh, starting to occur with the Oilers fan base, but also out in terms of the hockey community and the agency businesses. And I know, because I talk to a lot of agents, uh, that they see the Oilers a little bit differently, which brings us to Bouchard. He is a guy that 11th in the league last year and even starting scoring for defensemen, five on five. He's going to do okay in his next deal. It ain't going to be for $4 million on a three-year deal like Noah Dobson. I mean, are we looking at a $5.5 million defenseman long-term extension? At this point, to me, he's got to play his way out of that because there just aren't a lot of guys like him, right, that have that, that shot, but also the right shot, right, and the right. ability to, to do it with the composure that he does it all. Yeah, it, you know, and, and people, some criticism of Booth Chard was directed at tempo and pace. He's always going to give you those moments where he, like, fans in Toronto, because we all know in Toronto, they know hockey better there than anywhere else. They ran Larry Murphy out of town there, okay? He went on to win two more Stanley Cups with the Detroit Red Wings and became a Hockey Hall of Fame defenseman. And he was a big right shot guy that could move the puck that didn't play under, uh, didn't panic under pressure. And when you look at Bouchard, he's got some of those elements in his game. So that certain type of coaches don't like that player. And other sorts of coaches really like that player because they like the poise. And that's what he possesses. He has poise with the puck. 
Now, would I like it once in a while if maybe somebody took a little bit of a liberty if he cross-checked a guy or stuck a guy back? Yeah, I'd like that, but there's less of that that exists today than ever before in players. I think he'll still get there, too, because there was a long period of time where I looked at even a guy like Leon Dreisaitl and said, boy, you know, he needs to be able to stand up for himself or this team needs to employ somebody to do it. And what I watched him this last year was the competitive level drag Leon right into the fight. So I, I have no doubt that Evan Bouchard would be able to get there. And I think that what you're saying to me, what I'm hearing, I guess, is that Bouchard kind of embodies a lot of the traits of the coaching staff as it is right now. It's a pretty calm and patient duo there Cerebral. in Croft and in, and in Manson, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's interesting with Manson because he, you know, he succeeded in virtually every role. Like Jim Playfair was a first-round draft choice whose career got derailed when Joey Kosher knocked the living crap out of him in, in, in a fight in the American Hockey League. Playfair was never the same player after that. You can watch it on YouTube. It's almost... It's a hard, it's hard to watch. Like I I don't mind seeing a guy get beat in a fight, no problem. And I'll be honest, when it's the Oilers doing the beating, I I love it. But you don't want to see a guy get hurt, and Playfair got hurt in that. Dave Manson, Dave Manson hurt some guys when he played and fought. Okay, and he wasn't as high. Yeah, he was the first. He, you know, he was a, a high pick as well. But Dave Manson succeeded in about four different roles in the National Hockey League. Right, like on top uh, when he first came in, he was. An enforcer and a hard-nosed, tough defenseman. Then he became a power play specialist. Then he became a shutdown specialist. Like, like he did every job, um, and he took his time to elevate as a coach, Brendan, as well. It didn't happen. Like he spent years in the Prince Albert developmental system before he even joined the Raiders. Before he or uh, before and uh, before he joined Bakersfield Condors as an assistant coach at the AHL, he just didn't retire and get handed an NHL assistant coach's job. Which, frankly, Several former players think that's the way it should work. Well, I'm retired now. Just give me a job as a, a, a without working at their craft as a coach and and working into and so I, I like to me Manson is a huge part of this, which is why I'm fairly confident about where some of the Oilers' younger defense can go long term. Especially considering their their physical stature being that that Manson can actually coach with, right? It's not like he's trying to turn a bunch of little puck movers into guys that can step into a scrum come playoff time. He's got some behemoths down there that he's able to say, look, I understand where you're coming from because I've embodied these different roles too over my own playing career. So what an asset. I think you can just put a blanket on it and say what an asset it is to have Manson in this organization right now. 100%. Here's what we're going to do uh, we will get to some of your texts momentarily when we come back uh, we'll get to NHL today there's a big signing out of Ottawa you're listening to Oilers now it's 1227 in Edmonton as promised let's go to NHL today presented by Elite Promotional Marketing your local branded merchandising specialist head to ElitePromoMarketing.com and here is Brendan Escott well as mentioned it's Tim Stutzel and the Ottawa Senators agreeing to an eight year contract extension it's worth 8.35 million per season 20 year old German the third overall pick from 2020 Kirby Duck meanwhile got that four year extension that's been oft mentioned on 
this program. He'll be in Montreal through 2025-26 with an AAV of 3.36 million. Doc went third overall the year before Stutzla and has uh, 59 points in 152 career games. Uh, to make that money work, Carey Price heading to the off-season long-term injured reserves, so his $10.5 million cap hit is, is flexed out of the out of the picture. The caps right now, or the Habs rather, are uh, $10.2 million over the cap, so they'll have to move some money before the season starts. Edmonton Oil Kings signing seven players to Western Hockey League standard player agreements, and we now have an official Edmonton Oilers Hall of Fame, a team announcing this morning. Usual suspects, of course, are going to be there. Gretzky, Curry, Fear, Coffee, Messier, Anderson, Lowe, and Al Hamilton, all the numbers you see in the rafters. They will be there, joined by Glenn Sather and Rod Phillips. Two more names to be announced on September 20th, and they will display all of these, uh, I guess, in the ring above the loge-level seating. They'll uh, kind of do it the way well, you see at a lot of sporting arenas with the names and the numbers honoured. Alright, there you go. Uh, and that is our top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. 1229 at Edmonton. Off to a Global News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, you. 780-496-0063. Where are you at with the Oilers? Mark Spector says the Oilers are a legitimate Stanley Cup contender. Are they a top six team in the league? What do they need more of? What do they need to improve on? You tell us. We'll open up the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. 780-496-0063. We'll get to your text as well on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Same number. 780-496-0063. You're listening to Oilers now.